0: Hey Fifth Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. What's up, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Subjectively Speaking on the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. My name is Jeremy, and I am Laura. And first of all, I almost said Happy Wednesday. And went into talking about how it's Wednesday and how great that is. But I figured that might be confusing because this episode's not dropping until Friday. <laughs> but I still said it anyway. So everybody's still probably confused. But we're being proactive for once.
1: We are, yes. Because you are leaving for a little trip. And wanted to get out of Grand Rapids before another snowstorm came in. So you're actually was, flying out a day well, early.
0: So sick of the snowstorms. I. Everybody in my office... I think probably like three months ago, maybe even on the show, I have said this. Part of the reason I don't fully believe that I'm an adult is that recent, like up until recently, I did not check weather forecasts. I did not care what the weather was going to be like. I was just going to go outside and what I thought was seasonally appropriate and then pay for it if it wasn't like that was just kind of my shtick. And Mm. recently, because I feel really jaded by having to drive in the snow and whatnot. I have been on the weather forecasts. And so uh, shout out to my girl, Ellen Baca in Grand Rapids, because she's that girl that I follow and she keeps me posted. And she said, this week's storm. And I said, God, it's just like, why are we saying like this week's storm? <laughs> um, my coworkers didn't even know that it was supposed to snow, but we we're like, we could potentially get up to six inches, maybe more depending on if the this, this storm shifts North, but my flight flies into Chicago, which is going to get even more. So that is the, the real reason why I need to, run away to go from chicago to new york i mean it's just like the most like typical travel plan
1: it is yes you're going to see our lovely friend corinne for the first time since she moved there so and i don't want you to miss that opportunity so i agreed to be flexible and we're recording on wednesday and this will still come out on friday
0: it'll be great and like we are not in the situation that we would have been in like you know even a couple weeks ago, or even this time last week, right? I mean, like, there there really probably won't be, knock on wood, if you listen to this episode Friday, and I was just totally wrong, the likelihood of there being any major news situation for the Jackets or anything happening for the Jackets between now and then is, like, slim to none. And that, my friends, is exciting. Because that means that we we can be a little bit more proactive. So here we are to talk about... All the things Blue Jackets hockey, which isn't going to take long. Uh, we've only got one game to talk about, and it's, I mean, quite the interesting one. And then we've got a little fun game that we're going to play. We're going to we're gonna do that, try to spice that up a little bit, try to give you all a little bit of something else to listen to. Because, man, I don't know how much people are going to want to listen to us talk about at least the second half of the, the Penguin Jackets game, because that was tough. But all that is to say, Laura, how are you doing? <laughs> on this Wednesday or Friday as you're listening.
1: (laughs) Um, I've been better. (laughs) Um, Our uh, weekend of birthday fun that we talked about on our Tuesday episode came back and bit me in the ass hardcore. Um, And I am currently going through some sort of cold slash sinus situation, um, which is why my voice sounds just so incredible and yeah yesterday i woke up and felt like that i was just like a boulder on my face and i was in a lot of pain and thankfully i have the most gracious boss in the world and was like hi i cannot like function like this i'm gonna need to take the day and so did that and then worked from home today but still i'm like Really going through it. As I said to you when we were talking before this, I was, like, so drowsy, even though my medication's not supposed to make me drowsy. And it just, yeah, going through it. I'm in that part of a cold where, like, your lips start to chap. Because I don't know if you do this, but, like, I, because I played the flute growing up, I lick my lips all the Mm -hmm. time. And normally it's fine. But now that I'm breathing consistently out of my mouth... The licking of the libus situation is making for quite the fun time. So I had to dig out my emergency purse chapstick because I'm not really a chapstick person, but I always have an emergency one. So it's not, a,
0: it's not a bad strategy. I would almost say that that would be the correct strategy for, especially for this time of year. yeah, i I am not. Lips, not as much. Nose for me, yeah, because I'm the kind of heathen that, like, does not require a tissue to wipe my nose. Like, I will, toilet paper, paper towel, like, I am content with all those things. I hope that nobody it. thought I was going to say, like, shirts. I hope nobody thought I was going to, like, say that I was, like, a gross, like, seven-year-old sticky toddler with a snot bubble.
1: Do you want to see something hilarious? Because oh I'm sitting where I sit for to work from right. home, too. So... <laughs> Ta-da. toilet paper wow Ooh. she's been sitting with me all day because i don't have a box of tissues because oh i am an adult heathen mm. and i'm gonna have to put aquaphor on my nose tonight because she's red and she's painful and every time i've looked in a mirror today i've had to check to see if i have tissue stuck to my nose ring
0: Oh, what an inconvenient thing that I didn't think of until just now.
1: Yeah, because I have a diamond stud, so it has, like, the little prongs, and sometimes tissue gets stuck to it, and it's real embarrassing.
0: I simply never would have thought about that until just now. I also have to check
1: if other things are stuck to the inside of my nose ring, but that's a little less PC to talk about on the show. Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) and i'm never getting a nose ring folks that was uh solidified that for me i'm not gonna have a stella in my nose anytime soon oh
1: she's been good to me though
0: yeah stella is what laura calls her nose ring
1: she's my nose rings alter ego
0: i love that no i love that for sure but yeah i mean the jackets man you ready to talk about these guys wait are we not gonna
1: ask how you're doing
0: Oh yeah. I was going to avoid it personally. No, I'm, I'm doing good. I, you know, Laura and I have long discussed that like, we are both bad about like going to the doctor, or, like taking care of ourselves. Um, and so I need to go to the doctor for something and that's making me anxious. But other than that, I think, I think I'm good. Like I think I'm really excited about going to New York. Like I am like super pumped. I, the first time I went to New York, Was like, gosh, it would have been my junior year of high school. And I went on a choir trip because you all guessed it, I was a choir nerd. And so I went on this trip. And I don't know if anybody's listening and they've gone on like any school trips of any kind, but like you don't have agency there. Like you're not really a person. Like you are somebody, you are a number that if you cause a reduction in the larger number, your teacher's got to get fired. And that's, still, that's how they act for the whole thing. And so um, I don't remember being there really all that much. But then I also like remember being pissed at my teacher during that trip. But then I like thought about it more and it was her first year as a teacher. And then like thinking about it and being like, wow, at 22 years old, she had to take a group of high schoolers to New York City, like high schoolers and like the orchestra. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just took 19 college students to Indianapolis, and I thought I was going to fucking
1: scream. Like, I was so anxious about it the whole time. Yeah, welcome to the time I took college students to Pensacola, Florida, and a pandemic started. Yeah, I don't think those two things
0: are necessarily related, but... I mean, going to Pensacola and the pandemic starting. (laughs) So, But, um, yeah, no, so I was like, I forgive her now. But, yeah, I'm excited to be able to do things that like feel like it actually aligns with my adult life and like be able to like go see things that maybe I didn't go see before and just take it in. I I hated Chicago before one of my best friends moved to Chicago and I learned the neighborhoods and I learned uh, you know the the different places that are are actually worth going to and not tourist traps and so um i'm excited for that to maybe start happening in new york because i felt like it was just a massive tourist trap and i know that's not what it is and so i'm excited to learn more about the neighborhoods that kind of stuff
1: um fuck the rangers
0: but (laughs) and um, you get
1: to run an errand for our friend steve
0: i do run an errand for our friend steve which i'm actually looking forward to um and so there's that work is going well knock on every piece of wood and so i've really enjoyed having spring break off and i think on friday as you're listening to this episode today, I'm going to go, uh, Corinne has to work on Friday, which is a-okay, because I'm going to just go to work with her, like check out NYU and like see what it looks like and all that kind of stuff, because I don't know if anybody listening to the show is also a higher educational, prof- high- what? Higher education professional. Wow. Okay. Sure. We'll call us that now. Um, but there's something about like, I just love being on a college campus and like checking out a new college campus. And so I'm, I'm excited to see see that. But then I'm going to, Set up shop and do some work in a little coffee shop in New York. So that'll be good. I'm really excited. That'll be good, I think, for my mental. So yay. Don't
1: get any ideas. I
0: don't think I have any. I, Laura, I don't know if you remember this. I struggled living in uh, downtown Grand Rapids, Michigan. Something tells me that the concrete jungle of New York City, New York <laughs> might be more overwhelming for me than, than. 250,000 strong Grand Rapids whose downtown population is only like a 1,000. That's true. So, no worries. Corinne is going to try. There there is an assistant director of fraternity story life job that has been open there for ages. So, she will try to convince me. She will lose, but she will try.
1: I respect her for it. And you know I love her. Correct.
0: Correct. But... All right, well, now can we talk about the Blue Jackets? Do we have to keep talking about me?
1: <laughs> we can talk about the Blue Jackets now.
0: Although, let's be honest, I think it might be better if we did talk about the about me more um, for this episode. I feel like I have a little bit more going for me at this point. I think the biggest thing for me about where the Blue Jackets are at right now is I don't know how I should feel about what happened on our, yesterday. Well, not yesterday, as people are listening, on Tuesday. I like just don't know.
1: Yes, you absolutely do have more going for you than the Columbus Blue Jackets because last time I checked, you didn't give up a four-goal lead and then end up losing in overtime to the Pittsburgh Penguins.
0: Yeah, that's how I remember it too. I I remember that I have not done that recently, if I can remember correctly. And so I, yeah, it's just rough. I mean, like, did you want them to win that game or no?
1: I did. And I know that I'm in the minority of this situation because so many of the people that listen to our show and that we interact with on social media don't want them to ever win another game this season. But I just wanted them to win simply because we haven't won in Pittsburgh since Barack Obama was president. And we, like, I wanted it for Elvis, but we'll talk about what happened to Elvis in a second And I don't know. It just felt like it would be nice. Like, just be nice. And it was, there was hope. There was hope there for a second. But obviously, like, you can't ever trust a lead with the Blue Jackets. Like, even if we have, like, a seven-goal lead, I still think the other team would find a way to come back, score seven goals, and we'd still lose it over time. Like, it just was
0: interesting. Yeah, because, like, what can you do, right? I mean, like, I was actively on the phone with my dad while we were, while, like, the, the game is, was starting. And I just remember, like, you know, obviously they take the one nothing lead. Emil Bemstrom, like, love that. Cool, yeah. good on him. He gets his fifth goal of the season. Um, Lane Peterson gets his first goal of the Blue Jacket, which, cool, love that. Liam Foodie, who quietly had a really good night. Liam Foody assist on that, Patrick Line. I mean, these three goals just go in, in the first period, all within the first 10 minutes. You can tell that Pittsburgh's obviously scrambling. And I think the thing that I said to my dad was, now, like now is when these motherfuckers are going to like put it into overdrive. Because what I'll say is like, I think maybe like going into the game, I might have been very okay with them losing the game. But I think then once you have everything happen the way that it did, you take a four, nothing lead and all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like you have to, you just like almost have to need to win that game. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to like, I think even what I said about the Edmonton game a few weeks ago, when they were up for nothing, gave up the lead and ended up winning is it's like, they needed to win that game. So that way it didn't get in their head. So that way they didn't have this like roadblock of like, man, like we can't finish, man, we can't keep a team. Like, The Jackets played scared in that game against Pittsburgh. They ended up losing the game. And in part, I think some of the effect there is, I mean, obviously, Elvis Prince legans pitches a shutout in the first period, looks good. I mean, Pittsburgh has opportunities. It's not like, you know, the Jackets are playing totally lily white and Elvis gets sick (laughs) at, at intermission and Michael Hutchinson has to come in.
1: Yeah, it was really – I wasn't able to watch the game um, live. I was following along on Twitter and through you. But, like, I've watched some clips today, and, like, it's just really unfortunate because Elvis was, like, playing really well in the first period, like, stopped nine shots, like, definitely, um, you know, looked looked good in the net and, you know, definitely held off Pittsburgh, which can be a – as we see later on, a very high scoring team. Um, And, you know, he is definitely still dealing, like they haven't been specific about um, what illness he has, um, but like, he's definitely still been dealing with um, issues from COVID. And so, um, and even like possibly symptoms of long COVID, which, you know, affects your lungs, your breathing, like, All that sort of stuff. So for him and Elvis, you know, if you know anything about Elvis and his like personality, he's not one to like hang it up, like for no reason, especially in Pittsburgh, because for the life of him, he wants to win a game against Pittsburgh because of his very first game in the NHL. Like he is bound and determined to win a game in Pittsburgh, but whatever happened and I know there was a lot of speculation because he did come back out on the bench. Like, um, but like, if he's having breathing issues, you're not going to be able to tell that necessarily like from him just sitting on the bench, um, or whatever, maybe he got, you know, a migraine or whatever, but, um, whatever happened, I'm sure it was serious enough for, him to make the decision to bow out and for Lars and the coaching staff to be like, yeah, no, that's a good idea. You should definitely do that. Um, Or if he just like his stomach, like suddenly acted up, like no one wants to be out on the ice and shit their pants. So like, (laughs) you know, I don't, if that was the case, I, and it always makes me laugh and think about that time that Torch said that Artemi Panarin shit his pants. Like, It just makes me laugh. Not that Lars would ever say that about a player, but, um, so -hmm. yeah, so whatever it is, like people were making such a big deal about it. Um, and there are more than one, more than one person that has to approve him deciding to stop playing a game. So obviously people agreed with him that he was not feeling well enough to play, but so yeah, Michael Hutchinson had to come in and then Michael Hutchinson, had to unfortunately face a very desperate Pittsburgh team who did not want to be embarrassed by the Columbus Blue Jackets.
0: I mean, and what a huge game for the Penguins, right? I mean, like that is not to sound like Jeff Rimmer here, but they like desperately needed that game. And they're like, they're in a battle for their playoff lives. I mean, like they were a chance to fire Ron Heckstall at the game when they were down for nothing. Like, this was like a desperate team that found a way and the jackets kind of, I don't want to say they paved the way, Um yeah. but the circumstances certainly made it a little bit more complicated. And so uh not to be forgotten, Liam Foody grabbed a goal in this game. So, I mean, it's good for him. It's actually one hell of a shot. If, if you haven't seen that goal, as you're listening to this, you owe yourself the, you I mean, you owe yourself to go watch that. I mean, it was so good. And and so hopefully maybe as we get toward the end of the season, you know, I don't want him to get on too much of a heater to where he helps his team win too many games, but I would love to see Liam pretty find a little bit of his game and perhaps bring a little bit of that into next season, knowing, knowing the battle that he's going to be in to get back into the lineup. But, but yeah, I mean, then they get into overtime and well, Sidney Crosby. <laughs> uh, yeah. That guy. Um, <laughs> it's, it sucks. It, it is a game that, like I said at, the, at puck drop, if you have told me we lost. I would have been brokenhearted. but to lose that game the way that they lost that game, that sucks. I mean, like I just hope that that doesn't carry them carry through with them into any future contests because they've they've kind of. I mean, even in games where they've lost, I feel like you know they haven't been getting blown out, blown out. They seem to maybe be gelling a little bit. Every now and again, nowhere near a full 60, but like, I just don't want this mm. to, to stagger any of their confidence right now. And so we'll see what this does. But I mean, like any other takeaways from this game, Laura, or is this just one that we got to basically, you know, stick a fork in the tuxedo penguins and say this one. <laughs> Until well, I mean, lineup, right? we again this year, right? Huh. Do we play them again this year? We do. I think. I think. Like, I
1: think so. It's the second to last game. It was supposed like, to so. be our last game, but the rescheduled Buffalo game is now the last game. Um. Yeah, we play them again on April thirteenth. Right,
0: right, right.
1: Um. But no, I mean, I think I agree with you. Like, as much as everyone doesn't want them to win another game again this season, like that's not good for them. Like, that's not good for their mental health. It's not good for their perseverance. It's not good for their, like, mentality. It's not good for leading into next season. Like, and also, we're, like, so far down in the standings. Like, we we can win a couple games and still be in last place. Well, I can't lose games
0: like that, I should say. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they can't lose games in in that fashion. That hurts. If they're competitive, I mean, I don't want them to lose the next however many if they're competitive okay
1: yeah I just don't want them to give up is the situation so I think they need to keep trying things they need to keep working on developing these younger players and you know it's nice that we got to see um you know Liam Foodie get his second goal and Lane Pedersen get his first goal as Blue Jacket um but it's you know It's it's hard right now because they're not really playing for anything. They're just playing to finish the season. And I loved that there were like a bunch of other fan bases that were pissed that we lost because it would have like helped their team get closer in the standings. I think we pissed off Ottawa and Florida and maybe even San Jose.
0: Here's the thing, Ottawa. Here's my here's my note to you. Do you want to know how you make the playoffs? You don't lose 5 nothing to the Blackhawks. You just don't do it. You don't That's let true. Seth Jones dick all over you. You don't lose a game 5 nothing. That's just as simple as it gets. If you're losing to the Blackhawks 5-0, maybe you shouldn't be expecting to do anything in the playoffs. I'm just yeah, saying. you
1: don't put your chips down for the Blue Jackets to win against the Penguins. Like, yeah, that was your first fuck-up for sure. So there's that, but... Yeah, it was just, there was so much hope. And then they're just all dissipated. Thankfully, it like slowly dissipated because it was like they got a couple in the second period, but then they got more in the third period. Um, And of course, we went to overtime, but still, one day we'll win again in Pittsburgh.
0: One day. And also, how dare you, Laura Norman?
1: What? What?
0: Liam Foodie has a whole three goals, not two. Don't take one from him. He, he's worked Wait, so hard.
1: When did he get the second one? Because my tweet was definitely wa- wrong then.
0: Oh shit. Yeah. No, and you're he, waiting
1: until now to tell me.
0: <laughs> or I honestly, that one, that one went past my radar. Yeah, he scored that goal that remember it got like deflected. It it looked like it got deflected in the front of the net. And it might have been, we've like thought it could have been a blue jacket who was in the front of the net, but it ended up being a defender.
1: What game was it? Oh, that? I have no... I didn't... Don't ask me. I had no idea he had three goals. I always thought this is the second one. I know. This is a big moment.
0: <laughs> Liam Foody's career goal total just went up by a whole fucking
1: 50%. I'm long sorry, long Liam Foody. Leave it on the world. cold
0: medicine. It was on February 26th, it looks like, against the Wild.
1: Oh, my God. He did score then. Yeah, it was a game at the Wild. That is so okay. That's so weird. Well, I'm sorry, Liam Foodie. I am unwell.
0: I have an avid listener of Subjectively Speaking, Liam Foodie. Sorry about that. You never I will, know. I will say it's interesting. The oh wait, no, I might have lied. Yep, was about to lie. Never mind. Read read okay. the stat line wrong. <laughs> Continue.
1: But yeah, that's basically my takeaway. I mean, I never enjoy playing against Pittsburgh, whether we're there or whether they're here. Like, I just hate them so much. Um yeah, and I just I never enjoy it. I hate their fans. Right. So I'm sad that our second to last game at home, um, it, it means that their fans are gonna come to Columbus, but it is what it is. Um, but I hope they just they remember that first period and a half and remember what it felt like to be up for nothing against them and like That they can do it, they just have to be able to defend that lead. And I almost think sometimes if they get they go up in a big lead too quickly, then they freak out and they don't know what to do. Well, they
0: play the rest of the game to to not lose, as opposed to playing the game to win. win. That makes any sense? I mean, obviously, same result, but I think everybody understands that metaphor—that different energy, right? Like. And really, they
1: just need to be playing the whole game to win and not not to lose.
0: Right.
1: So, but they showed they could do it. They just need to follow through. Um, yeah, that's my last my last thought on the Pittsburgh game. Well, Laura,
0: as much as I hate the Penguins, there's one thing that I know I definitely love. Is that winning money on DraftKings? Yeah, it sure is. Who wouldn't love that? Because NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers, you heard me right, folks, can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in and place a same game parlay on any NBA game and if it doesn't hit you'll get a free bet back. So, listen, solid the Cavs are in the top 5 of the league. It's really exciting times in Cleveland. And good news, they've got a roof on Quick or on Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, so they're not going to get any delays looking at you Cleveland Monsters. Um, but nevertheless, you're going to want to check out these great deals and, and there's all sorts of different um, booths and, and all sorts of other things on, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So you're really going to want to go check this out and make sure you're up to date on all of the latest from DraftKings. And you can do that by downloading the app now and signing up with promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. So, Laura... We yes. me mentioned this. Obviously, there's not a ton going on in Blue Jackets Land, but that doesn't mean that we can't still talk our shit and have our fun. And so we're gonna do that on this segment of Talk Your Shit, Have Your Fun. That's not a real segment. I just made it up. I felt like it was cute. It is <laughs> it what it cute. is. Um I found a quiz on Facebook. Actually, you know what? Who knows where? And I thought it'd be a lot of fun for us to just take this together right now and and guess who we get? Because folks, we're gonna be uh this is a prosportsquiz.com quiz. It's stupid. This is stupid. We're shit posting but talking. We're shit talking, but it's not <laughs> shit talking. It's just shit posting but verbally.
1: Yes. That yes. should be
0: that should be in our podcast description, right? Probably. Shit posting but verbally. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be taking the NHL best friend quiz. Who would be yours? So we're going to find out who our NHL bestie would be. Laura, I am so nervous about this. Laura's stressed. Yeah. So it looks like I mean, and also here's the other thing. I have not, I have not even begun to look. Oh, wait, is there a list? Okay, there's a list at the bottom. So that's going to tell us who the players could be. Okay, read off who the players could be. It could be Sidney Crosby. Oh yeah, Alex Ovechkin, Austin Matthews.
1: Oh God, no!
0: <laughs> Connor McDavid, PK suban
1: Okay, I like PK.
0: Victor Hedman, Jonathan Taves.
1: Oh.
0: Brad Marchand.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, the fuck not. <laughs>
0: I pray. I pray you find your peace. I pray. And then Shea Weber. I have questions about who the current. Okay, that's fine. Um, it says 2023. I don't feel like it's my fault. Um, okay. So we're gonna get it started. I'll read the questions and let let's go ahead. We'll say what we answer. Let's do that. Okay. Why not? Okay. So choose the one word that you think describes you the best. There's a lot. Oh, my God. Nice, outgoing, serious, chirpy, strong, wild, quiet, stylish, private.
1: I'm picking nice. Yeah, you are nice. I'm going to go on here being like, she's a fucking bitch.
0: I'm screaming. Uh, I'm going to go with strong, not physically, super not physically, but I don't know what else to say. Um... (laughs) I think strong
1: fits.
0: (laughs) What would you and your best friend have the most fun doing? Wow. Um. (laughs) i'm afraid that we're gonna pick the same one Uh, watching a documentary together playing video games and chirping one another staying in and having some drinks at home hitting the gym together going to a movie premiere or award show or going out on the on the town for a wild night out we're both saying staying in and having some drinks at home right
1: oh see i thought you were gonna pick playing video games
0: oh no i'm gonna go staying in and having some drinks at home i'm also doing that one because here's the thing i don't think that any of my best friends would do that with me
1: you don't think Steven would play either oh, of the Stevens?
0: I did do. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with that. Now that you say that. Okay. Also,
1: you play you I don't remember what game it is, but you play with a group of people on your Nintendo Switch.
0: Yeah. Oh god, that's super embarrassing. It's absolutely Fortnite. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, um <laughs> so you were trying to save me for myself there. You know exactly what game we play.
1: I did, but my I couldn't formulate the words because I oh, have okay. told for <laughs> no,
0: trying to keep myself from embarrassing me. Um keep me from embarrassing myself. I swear I talk for a podcast. Anyway, choose your favorite NHL player out of the ones listed below. Oh man, this is such a dead fucking giveaway about who it probably is that like <laughs> is the friend. Okay. Um Roman Yossi, David Pasternak. Lord's <laughs> like, I'm not fucking picking that one. <laughs> Um, Tara, Matthew Kachuk, Anse Kopitar, Leon Dreisidel, Keith Yandel, Nathan McKinnon, or Ryan O'Reilly. You're going to go with Ryan O'Reilly.
1: I am. I love Ryan O'Reilly. Oh, God. Out of all of these, I love the
0: Kachuk brothers. They're kind of a fucking wreck, but I love them. Okay. Choose your favorite NHL legend out of the ones listed below. Mark Messier, Nicholas Lidstrom, Wayne Gretzky, Brett Hall, Theo Fleury, uh, Jeremy Roenick, Al McGinnis, or Mario Lemieux?
1: I'm going to go with Mark Messier.
0: I think that's okay. I think that's fair. Um, Only because, like, I know that some of these guys were playing when I was alive, but the only one that I, like, remember seeing play was Nicholas Lidstrom for the Red Wings. So I'm going to go with Nicholas Lidstrom. Okay. Which team do you hate the most out of the teams listed below? Laura, you're in luck. Actually, this is going to be hard for you. Um, The Edmonton Oilers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Washington Capitals, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the New Jersey Devils, the Boston Bruins, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Chicago Blackhawks, or the Montreal Canadiens. Holy shit.
1: Well, I'm going to make this easy. I'm picking the Boston Bruins.
0: Yeah, but I don't know if I believe that about you. I think you're being inauthentic for the sake of results.
1: No, I really hate the Boston Bruins. I know. The only redeeming quality about the Boston Bruins is Nick Folino. I know, but I feel like you've been on a little bit of like a
0: hating New Jersey kick recently.
1: Yeah, but it is. Do you want to pick New Jersey? No, I don't want to, I don't think so. I'm
0: like kind of torn between Pittsburgh and Tampa. Hmm. Or the Blackhawks, but that's more so about like organizational. That's true. Yeah, I'm going to take the moral ground there. I'm going to take Chicago. Okay. Um, which one of these players would you want to hang out with the most? Nicholas Backstrom, John Tavares, Patrick Marleau, Nathan McKinnon, Leon Dreisidel, Patrice Bergeron, Seth Jones, Patrick Kane, Steven Stamkos. Can I pick someone else?
1: I would love to pick someone else.
0: I, like, don't feel (laughs) all that great about any of these options. Um, I mean, like, the person that I probably have, because here's my thing, right? Nathan McKinnon could not watch me eat. (laughs) Like, there's surely no fucking way. Mm -hmm. So it can't be Nathan McKinnon. Um...
1: Oh, gosh. I think I'm torn between Patrick Marlowe and Steven Stamkos. Steven Patrick Samkos' Mar- Steven Samkos's kid is the little kid that they designed yeah, the ride right along Zambonis after. Um.
0: All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with
1: Patrick Marlowe. Okay, I'll go with Steven Samkos.
0: Okay, other than uh, hockey, choose the career that most interests you. A lawyer, a musician or actor, a coach or professor, a stuntman or a devil or daredevil, <laughs> Jesus, um, a CEO, a video game developer, a YouTuber, Instagram influencer, pilot or personal trainer. I think for me, I'm going to say coach or professor. Out of all these.
1: Yeah. I think I'm going to say musician or actor.
0: <laughs> Laura, you're in luck on this next question. Oh God! Which one of these players would you least like to hang out with? I think you can eliminate Brad Marchand here. I think you can like get rid of Marchand. I don't know why I say Marchand. Um, you can probably are you gonna go. read.
1: Are you going to read yeah. the choices for people?
0: Yeah, it's. I think it's just all the players that are listed as potential options. So it's Victor Hedman, Brad Marchand, Alex Ovechkin, Austin Matthews, PK Subban, Sidney Crosby, Shea Weber, Conor McDavid, or Jonathan Taves. I mean, I hear you on why you're thinking. Brad Marchand. I'm thinking practically. I don't think Alexander Ovechkin would like me very much. Probably not. I don't know that I feel like Jonathan Taze would either. Also probably not. I think Alex Ovechkin is going to be my answer. Yours is Brad, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think it's
1: probably the last one if I had, if I was. It is. intuition because I have my results and I'm not excited.
0: All right, Laura. You're not excited. Um Are you
1: Are you trying are you going to try and guess yeah. who it is?
0: Are you Austin Matthews? No. Okay, that was my one guess. Who do you think I am?
1: Um are you Sydney Crosby? I'm not. Are you going to guess again for me?
0: Sure. Why not? Um, are you Jonathan Taze? No. I don't know.
1: Are you... Oh, my God. Are you Brad Marchand? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I so am. I literally... That came up and I had to fix my face. Um...
1: Did you have you read the little thing at the bottom about what it means?
0: Yeah, uh, Brad Marchand is one of the most hated players in the history of the league. While saying that, he's also one of the most skilled players in the league and is more talented than your average pest.
1: Okay, do you want to take one more guess for me, and then I'll tell you?
0: I think it's probably Alex Ovechkin or Connor McDavid. I feel like it's probably Connor McDavid.
1: I am Connor Connor McDavid. Yeah. So in his thing says, Connor McDavid is widely considered as one of the best players in the league today. And a lot of people would even rank him as the best. He's one of the greatest skaters in the history of the league and has some incredible skill to go along with it. As a result, he's always dangerous when he is on the ice. Off the ice, he seems like a shy and reserved guy. I think the thing that's funny about
0: this is it's like, who would your best friend be? And mine... Is the f- person that you hate the most, which potentially means that maybe you and Brad Marchand have something in common. We don't, though. That's fair. Are you also? I'm just wondering how targeted these ads are. Um, what's the all what what's the ad for a quiz underneath of the quiz that we just took underneath of your results?
1: Like the latest quizzes? Yeah. Um March Madness Trivia Challenge.
0: No, 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 no. Not that one. That one's fine. Scroll up. Is there a
1: is oh, there? Scroll a, up.
0: Is there an ad between all of the possible quiz results and
1: Yeah. Choose your zodiac sign. Yeah, you wanna know what mine is?
0: Sure. Am I gay test? No, what the fuck is that? It's a little poignant. Oh, God. Okay, well, should I take it? i not on the show. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, God. Well, that was fun. I'm sure we'll find other ones at some point to, you know, have some fun here. But I'll ask you a fun little question just before we wrap up the show, just because it just came to my brain. If you were a hockey player, what number would you wear and why?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um,
0: Thank you so much. It's almost like sometimes we ask these to people who are
1: important. Hmm. I think I would wear... Probably two or 32. For your birthday? hmm
0: Yeah, I... I've always wanted to get this jersey with my last name on it, but I think I still need to give it some time. Because I think I would do 71. Mm. I know. And it has nothing to do with Nick Foligno, although I think that's a fun little twist. My birthday is the 17th, so it's kind of like the inverse of that. But then the my bond number, like the order in which I was initiated in my fraternity, I was the 71st person in my chapter. So like that like has always like stuck with me. 71 has. Mm. wow look at us go all the fun little things the blue jackets are gonna make our jobs really fucking hard over the next couple of weeks aren't they probably but you know what good news we've got plenty of shit to talk about
1: we do we can always find stuff and hey that i think can. our our um, unpopular food opinion section went over pretty well so I think it was a good time i know i was like thinking we could do that tonight but then i realized
0: that we were recording on wednesday not thursday <laughs>
1: Yeah, next time we should bring on, like, a guest and have them do it with us too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That feels appropriate.
1: That would actually be fun um, for when we have, like, Neff on.
0: Oh, yeah. I feel like Neff probably has some really strong opinions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that about him.
1: And he's got the European point of view, so.
0: You can convince me, I'm sure. (laughs) What? What? I think he could convince me of, like, cha- I think he could change my mind on food opinions. Oh, see, that's influence. I've always said that about him. But, all right, Laura, is there anything else on your Blue Jackets radar before we wrap this one up?
1: Um, uh, No, our next game is Saturday against the St. Louis Blues at home. I'm kind of bummed about it because I was supposed to take my dad and my new stepdad to uh, this game as my dad's um, first hockey game ever. But unfortunately my stepfather is in the hospital. So everything's okay. He just has a situation may have to have surgery. Um, But it will unfortunately mean that they can't come down and visit. And so I'm bummed. But that's our next game. I don't, it's a 50 50 toss up how we'll perform in that game, but you know, we'll see. Saturday, seven o'clock. You know, I might sounds, still go. Who knows?
0: Sounds like you're recording an ad for the game. It sounds like you're like, <laughs> be there. Gotta see it live.
1: Be there. Hockey's something. We stand together.
0: Girl, what was that? <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's the gold medicine. I can't, you, nothing you tried makes really
0: sense. Hard. No, you were there. I love that about you. You tried, and that's what matters. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that's really the biggest thing. Hopefully, hopefully that 50 50 chance lands on Tails, uh, which is terrible for me to say. They're playing the Blues, though. I mean, there's like, that game could be interesting. I The Jackets definitely have a chance in that one. And so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, Elvis is feeling well enough to get the start again. I mean, I'd like to see him be able to push the way that he did last year by getting most of those games at the end of the season. And we'll see how that influences his start in the next year, hopefully better than this one. Um, But I did want to say this only because we're recording on this day and it might not make a lot of sense as you listen to it on Friday. But I would be remiss if I didn't say happy International Women's Day to not only you, Laura, but also to uh, all of the wonderful women that surround the hockey world and the sports world. And really just the world. Women are the world. Um, Beyonce et cetera, right. Who run the world? Girls. Girls. And so uh, shout out to all the incredible women in my life and in the lives of all of our listeners. And, uh, you know i'm very blessed to know a whole whole host of badass women i'm blessed to have been raised by a badass woman so um so happy international women's day to all of our lovely lovely listeners i will say interesting for a sports podcast majority Mm -hmm. based on our demographics majority of our listeners women hell fucking yeah queens hell yeah yeah you are where you need to be. You are in a safe place, friends. Um, but yes. So, Laura, happy International Women's Day. Everybody listening, happy International Women's Day. Two days later. Thank
1: you. you. I appreciate that. I put up a little post on our socials today. And I just, you know, I was also raised by a fleet of incredible women. And I know so many incredible women. And, you know doing this podcast has definitely been out of my comfort zone uh for a lot of things. Just being involved in a sports situation in general is out of my comfort zone. And to be even a small example of, you know, making space for yourself in a in a place where you haven't felt welcomed. Um, you know, I don't ever think of myself as like an inspirational person, but um I hope that someone sees me and see someone who has tried to push past all of that to you know do something that she loves so women are killing it and you know they're gonna try and keep us down but it's not gonna work
0: hell no it's not and if you're listening this show and you don't identify as a woman lift women up hell yeah period Also, don't think think I didn't miss your cute little reference to our socials, little cute segue moment that you you so eloquently lobbed yourself up for. I also have to say this. Laura and I laughed so hard after we finished recording the last episode because that was the most unhinged but hilarious way to end an episode ever. I don't think we're going to do that for at least another 30 episodes, minimum. Probably. That was hilarious. So let me listen. I did what I could. I think I did okay. I don't think I did it nearly as well as you. So I have to say I must relinquish my crown to you as the as the queen of plugs.
1: Well, I appreciate you returning the crown. Now, if I can get through all of it without coughing, that's gonna be a miracle. So you if can you follow us. Off,
0: I will just just mute and I'll keep going and then we'll stitch it together. It'll be so good. It'll be so okay. fun.
1: Can do. Okay, so you can follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at SubjectivelyPod. You can follow us on TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube at SubjectivelySpeaking. We do have a lovely website that my um, adorable co-host put together. And you can find all the links to all the things that I am speaking about on there. And that is subjectivelyspeaking.com. We do have a merch store. Um, people keep telling us to put it out there more. I've Actually, been thinking about this this week that I should put out, um, like things on our socials about it just to like, be a reminder. I mean, I'm not sure how people are feeling about buying merch right now, but like, it wouldn't hurt. So yeah, if you want to support your two favorite hockey podcasters and get some sweet merch in exchange, you can visit our merch store subjectivelymerch.com and. <laughs> um yeah just find some cool stuff hopefully some new stuff soon or at least before the next season who knows um and lastly you can rate review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on particularly if you're listening on apple podcasts scroll on down hit five stars it is our favorite number and again we don't know how any of this works um you know algorithms and things. Uh, We just know that likes and subscriptions and comments and stuff helps us get noticed in the hockey podcast charts and helps to bring more people to this lovely little community of ours. So, other than that, we just love and appreciate you all so much.
0: Can I just say that I love you not saying we don't know how the algorithm works and just saying we don't know how any of this works?
1: (laughs) We don't know how. (laughs) I guess that's true for me because you're the producer, I don't know how anything works. It I sounds, just know how to post on our social medias.
0: It sounds like such a cry for help. It sounds like such a like, uh, we don't know how any of this works. We don't <laughs> know how anything works. We don't know what to do about it. We don't know how anything works. Uh, Again,
1: me- cold medicine. I'm a different human.
0: No, that's hilarious. Thank you for that. That that got me really good. But yes, friends, until we get the chance to talk to you all next time, make sure you take care of yourselves, take care of one another, and we will be back with you next week to talk some more Blue Jackets hockey and maybe some more hockey BFFs who knows but stick around you know we'll we'll keep it interesting somehow.
1: Bye.